Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it do? How's everybody doing out there? Episode 88 coming in hot on ya. We, uh, we're doing a little bit of a... a sh- well, you know, when the pitchers get short rest, they come back on three days rest. Yeah, what are we, we? what's that called? That's a short rest. That's it? Yeah, yeah, we're coming back a little short rest, but it's all good. Yeah, we we're, are. We're good to go. You know, it's like Verlander, Kershaw, short rest. Are we? It's all good. Your arm feels okay. Arm feels good. Well, I'll never, t- I'll never tell the coach that my arm hurts or or, or it's sore. Oh, see, so this oh, is the a moment thing. you tell the, the 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 coach your arm's sore, they're, they're, they just go, got it. This guy needs like a full week to ever come back. You're just like, dude, it was only that one time. So you think that like. I mean, it makes sense, but in all of those, like, I know absolutely. in the NFL, but in absolutely. baseball. Absolutely. When Max Scherzer comes back after three days rest, his arm is sore. That's fine. But my thought is, is it as much the coach hearing the player acknowledge it? Yes. That he's like, he doesn't have his best. I don't even know if he has his best stuff, but him saying that means he doesn't have his best stuff. Because the coach, the coach isn't, isn't stupid either. He knows your arm's sore. Yeah. But if you say your arm's sore, it's... He's up. Yeah, he's like, oh, lost. you're telling me that shit's about to fall off. We all You've set. already given up six and three innings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go sit in the bullpen tonight and maybe we'll use you. But we're not ever going to use you. I, I guess I never played in a competitive enough environment. Never tell them. Where, like, even when I played JV ball, I was definitely, like, up on deep on the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you were, like, starting for... I mean... I don't. I can, I can. I can never. Even, I can't even remember a time where I ever told the coach like I can't go today. Did he? Was there times when he came up and he's like, Alex, I know it's not your day. Well, there would be. I need you today. Well, there'd be times where we be in a tournament and like you know it'd be like you know double elimination. So we we would play you know back like a double header in that day. Like once at like you know. You know, ten o'clock, and then the afternoon ones at like four, and like I'd start the like the first one, and then I would go up to my coach and tell him like in between games, "Hey, I can, I can, I can come in relief in the second one if you need me for sure." Did he take you up on this? Absolutely. Because the coach loves that when you. That's what they do when you tell the coach. Using when those you, arms. That's what they when you tell the coach, "Hey, I can go today." He's like, "Oh, okay. You just you you just moved up." All right, youngsters out there. Even in a non-competitive sport, if you want to, you know, make an alpha move, <laughs> yeah. I want you to go up to your coach pregame and just say, hey, I'm ready. I got the goods today. Or, in any sport. Or if you're, especially, you know. And then step on the field. Yeah. Like, or or if it's like, you know, you, or like another thing I used to always do, I would go up to the coach and say, yo, I feel good today. I feel good today. Yo, coach, I feel good today. There was like letting the coach felt like trash. Though. Yeah, right. Like, you know, I would just say because like maybe I wanted to get in or like whatever, whatever it was. But I would say, yo, coach, I feel good today. And he would be like, OK, he oh, oh he felt he felt feeling he a little dangerous. Today. He perks up. Yeah, that was always another move. Okay. I, would, I would use that too. like, yo, I feel good today, coach. So when you go back now to scout the team, <laughs> as you do, that's what, yes. you're, that's what you're looking for. Um, you know, I, yeah, I'm looking for how when that pitcher comes off the bump, is he moving to another position because so he can keep going, or if he's going into you know, is he going into the dugout? I'm watching his body language in dugout. Is he going to sit on the on the end of the bench and put his jacket on and like kind of be himself, or is he going to go into the bench, put his jacket on, and then go right to the gate and say, "Hey, yo, let's go, boys." That's what we're looking for. But if they're in the zone, see, this is different though because that's what you want out of the team player. But if you're on a heater. Oh, you go yeah. to the end of the bench. Oh, if I'm on the heater, I'm going to the end of the bench where where, where my sack of sunflower seeds are. No one touches those. Yes. And don't talk to me. 
Perfect. Yeah. The intricacies of baseball, baby. <laughs> so um, we've got we got we got a, we got a good show for you here. Where we're going to get uh, we're going to get right into it. Um, talk to me about uh, Andre Harrell. Okay, I'm glad you teed me up there because I was like, is it Harrell? Harrell. Andre Harrell. Andre Harrell. 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 Okay. Um, yo, this brought me back <laughs> to. I think I this this time of music was. I think I just gave you uh, Uptown Records hits. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, like, to me, it was a time of the 90s where we were just, like, not old enough to recognize yeah. or appreciate the music. But as you – and you kind of miss out on it because then you start attaching the things you like. But, but it was also still there in the background because once we got into the R&B and the music, they still were playing the throwback. They were still oh, playing these that. These are still probably stalwarts on any throwback, yeah. uh, like, you know, R&B channel. Yeah. Because the early 90s was a different different move there. Like, And, and it's funny because if you listen to basically every one of those songs... Those have been chopped up and used yeah. in so many different songs. So that true. is the sample of so many like hit in, R&B in the two thousands. Yeah, that's so true. Every like, single song. All of those songs have all been sampled, met multiple. If you had to pick one, I have one in my head because I was listening to it, and there's one on there that just hit, and I was like, okay, I remember this one. This is that slow grind in the rain. Oh, all right, the Jodeci. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say because you're a That's you're a, a Jodeci boy. That is fair, but no, uh, guy, let's chill. Oh, that one, that one got that me. was that. See, that's funny you say that because we had already did Ter- Teddy Riley. Yeah. So like, I think er- that was was that not on there too? No, that was that was the thing. Like when I got to like, I was like, all right, I got I had to put some guy on here because they were like pretty big like on Uptown Records. But I was like, but we I already did Teddy Riley, so I was like, I can't go. I gotta go. I gotta go a little bit of like yeah. a B cut. You know, or is, was Let's Chill a B cut? Let's Chill is a little bit of a B cut. Oh, it's and now and I was like, I saw Let's Chill. And I was like, oh, this one for sure. See, I'm so because uh, I can't add like the same song twice. No. So that so when I got the guy, Unless it was like a crazy remix, right? So when I got the guy, I was like, oh, I have to go a little bit deeper here. I'm so ignorant. <laughs> I thought that was their biggest and best song. I stopped looking after I found that song. <laughs> it's it's so good. Yeah, it's a good it's a good I mean In the that, Rain that early <laughs> for I, sure. he certainly like was in in his bag, if you will, where he was just like, This is gonna be how we're gonna build it. It's gonna be a slow, just like Yeah, you know, bass and rhythm and stuff like that, and we're just gonna slow it down and that's gonna be it. Yeah, that was a funny little uh playlist the jodeci too, the jodeci, the jodeci. And that was what i thought there i was like this see this just sets this whole entire shit off right here it's just like the this jodeci did he do track all the jodeci or just that track oh no i did all the jodeci okay so and then and then now we could have and done, then we could go down and open the jodeci page and just say like where are you going there and then when and then when diddy left diddy took jodeci with him for like one album and then jodeci went off to like they went to like another place but Mm. Jodeci was one of the like you know with Biggie heavy like a lot, those were like the guys that did he took all of them and, and even Mary J God and damn. shit yeah Ugh. if you know about Jodeci I mean shit it, it actually I was thinking about this where I was like man I need to take some of these songs some of the stuff from earlier in the Peacocks and then I need to take what I have in the back of my head and create like a 90s love playlist oh it would bang yeah 
just some Deborah Cox and just get it yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, All right, yeah, Andre Harrell, baby. Yeah. Um, Check that out because, uh, you know, even the Mary J. Blige, you know, but that's like the the last name you have to say on that. Yeah, that was that's the easiest like, that's, one. Yeah. That's, that's the easiest one. But uh, imprint there for sure. I need to make that playlist. I need to get on that. It, it, the, those 10 because I think I only added like 8 or 10 tracks yeah. and, I was, I was, and I was like those eight, 8 or 10 tracks are enough of an inspiration that is a, enough of that an inspiration was a, that was an exact mixtape made for some girl <laughs> yeah. on like the east side of LA Yo. and he just brought her the tape and was like hey I want you to check this out let's chill yeah oh Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, we got two plugs here before we get into what we learned this week. Um, we got to do, uh, we want to keep reminding you about the Deadpool. Deadpool, yes. Deadpool, uh, you still, what do we have? How many, you looked it up before we start. How many days are left in, to get these in? Was it a, like. We are on, uh, I, think I think we're we have just over two weeks. I think we're about, I think yeah, one, December tomorrow's 30th, two, two weeks. weeks. from tomorrow. Yeah. So you got till November 30th. Wednesday to get your Deadpool picks in. Get them in. Get the Deadpool picks in. We're trying to get a bunch of people in on this year because we want we want we we want someone to win. I mean, I know the people that have played it this year. It's a fun game when that phone dings and you see so and so dead and you go, who was it? Who was it? Who had that? Did someone have that? Did I have that? Who had that? I just am also looking forward to finally, you know, I want to buy a moderately priced mu uh yeah uh concert ticket. Yes. I want that. Yes. But I need one of you to earn but it. But I need one of you to do a good job. So I, I, I want to give this away. Uh, there, there's been a, there's been, there's been some few. There's a lot of people that have already put some in already. And there's been some good ones. Everyone's got their head screwed on this year. It's looking like. That's what I don't like because if we enough, it's getting tougher. Are putting, it's yeah, getting like tougher. you're gonna have to start getting obscure. But maybe that's where you know when I get pushed out to the fringe, maybe I find. Find you know just find another lucky one. Yeah, because I think only only I have one. With you're, you're the only one. I'm the only one that's one. You're the that only was like one. Three years ago. It was longer Two, than that. Yeah, yeah. It was like five or six years ago. Fuck, who was it? George W. It was George W. That was that, that the night ago. before. I'll yes. never forget. It was the night. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was November 29th. It was something crazy like that. Man, I just hit that from because uh, I remember, here. like, I remember being like, he hit that, like, it was like with twenty four hours left. I remember it was George W. Senior. I wanna. I'm gonna have to. Just, like, I remember. I'm he, gonna have to just correct that one little bit. What was, was the? Yeah. What was the date? So what it was, was 2018. So okay. Yeah, about four years so about ago. About four years ago. November 30th. See, I told you. I'll never forget. You hit it like the night of, dude. Yeah. It was wild. Damn, I, wish, I wonder if it says here exactly. Mm, doesn't say what time, but I think that's when we lowered. The, it was uh, late. I think like, he was ninety four, so we clearly th that lowered. Was, we changed. Some well, rules. that was when. Yeah, that was exactly when it was because it was like all right. Because remember, remember, because I remember when he died. He was I mean, in the we, wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, well, I remember when we gave it to you. Like we looked back and it was just like this guy had cancer like the year before. <laughs> like he was in a wheelchair like the whole year. Counts. No, no, totally counts. Totally counts. I'm, not, I'm definitely not taking that yeah. away from you feel like i'm on top of the mountain right now you should it's fun dude it's hard it's 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 hard to do it is and, and especially now with the bam. parameters that we put in it's really hard like right. no one's ever even sniffed it i don't know bam bam he he <laughs> had what'd you call bam, me i think almost bam his shot bam there was a two weeks like you know alert going going on for sure like in the middle of the year of like okay 
like escaped from a rehab facility. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah, that was what we were like. He's on the run. We we're like, this might Could be, be it. it. But yeah, so the Deadpool plug, get those in. Uh, you got two weeks to get those in. Um, and then also, I know a lot of you have been like, oh, what the fuck? You guys haven't eaten the McRib yet. We're going to eat the McRib. We're, we're saving it for next week since next week is a big, like, you know, meat. We have a big, we have a top, top, top meat five, day. Top, top five. five meat well, day. Well, no, actually, we might have to go back and review the tapes there. I think we might have said it's not a top five meat day. It's a top five sides day. Oh, I think you're right. Because well, I, I think you actually came out with the hot take saying... No, definitely not. Yeah, a day. yeah, I think you're right. It was because that is a day of sides. So we, but nevertheless, next week is a big food week. So we're gonna do the McRib next Tuesday. Yes, McRib will getting shoved into our mouths next Tuesday. We will have we will have a trash can right next to us ready. You think you're gonna throw that thing in the trash? I don't know, but I no, I'm talking about throwing up in it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. No, look, McDonald's isn't like a multi-billion dollar like machine for nothing. You know, they injected some like you know what I was, sewer piss into that that makes it taste delicious. I was, I was thinking about cheating for it too and just in like kind of like starving myself that day. So when it's time to eat it, I'm just so hungry. And so I'm, I'll, I'll, I, I will be like, this isn't, it could be like really bad. I'll be like, this isn't that bad because I'm so hungry. No, McDonald's knows what they're doing, bro. Okay, I can't You're- wait. I'm leaving the pickles on. How it comes, straight up, pickles and onions. Yeah, no, no, no. No modifications. No mods. Give me the base model. Yeah. <laughs> and let me take that thing. Well, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want the crank windows. I want uh, yeah. <laughs> the crank I want the crank windows in I that bad boy. I want the seatbelt that just closes on me yeah. as you close the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely a hazard. Actually, you think that that you think that would have been extra? No way. That was the base model? Hey, old people out there listening. I need you to tell me, was the automatic seatbelt, that had to be like a feature like earlier in the time though, right? Base models had the crank windows, like uh, only AM, FM, no cassettes. Probably a broken speaker already. Right, yeah. And yeah, and one of the air vents was broken as well. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it doesn't go side to side, just up and down. Yeah, give me that. And we're just going to give you our honest opinion from two people that um, have a very mature and complex palate. Yes. Yes. You never know what's going to, you never know what to get with us. Remember, we liked the Beyond Chickens from KFC. Yes. Remember, we were, I mean, it wasn't like, I'm going to go back and get them. We had a cup, we, we ate a few of those. We did. I remember we weren't like just one and dunning them. No. I remember I ate like four or five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were, we're not like these, like just going to dismiss it because it's the McRib. No, no, no. Let's try. Have you ever had one? No, I've never had one. I can't remember if I've ever eaten one. I don't know. That's how long ago it would have had. Then that ever. counts as like never having one then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Let's find out. All right, Jordan. Uh, let, uh, let's get to uh, what did you learn this week? I have a very simple one mm. and I was a little bit in denial because when I a little, say little this. Loser, loser's denial. You'll know why as soon as soon uh, as soon as I say this. But um, what I learned this week is. Twitter sucks. Wow. Wow. Elon is making Twitter suck. I've been seeing that. I've never, ever used Twitter, but I've been like keeping up with it obviously. And like everyone's just like, yo, he's making this like way shittier. He's taking something that was, albeit awesome and disgusting and horrible at the same time, which was beautiful. And he's taking something beautiful like that and 
It's never going to be how it was now by the time he's done messing with it. And it's definitely not going to be as good. Have you been, have they made any changes in the app yet? Not much. Not I must much say, have you noticed you like see, anything? But just following him and just everything that he's doing there, I'm just like, this got uncool in a hurry. And I'm there's not been, looking, I'm not happy about it. There's been some funny things I'm seeing, like like the tweets of either former employees or like I think I saw one of like a former employee like, you know, saying something about it. And he was like, no, oh. he still worked there. And yeah, he was saying that to he, him and then he fired him on Twitter. Right. I yeah. saw that. And then, and then I think Elon it was, was like even, one of the coders. I think even Elon was the one that was like, he's fired now. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? Is he writing memos through Twitter now? Like he like company wide memo. Like instead of writing the email, like hey everyone, we promoted this. He's just doing it on Twitter Those now. Were a bunch of the comments are just like, why can't both of you just talk about this either in person or on it, Slack or in like a you know in house ex- like internal. He email. loves to just he loves to just tweet, bro. That guy he bought Twitter just because he loves to fucking talk on that. I know, bitch so and much. now he's gonna like just I I want him to stay in his lane and do what he was doing, and the more he talks, just the more. Every Everything kind of sucks. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, I want it to stop. I want Twitter to be left alone. Keep it. Let it be. It's like little fucking gutter. Yeah. It's the world's gutter. It's the world's, you know, trough at the Claremont. Yeah. And let it, it it serves a purpose. It's the runoff pond, bro. It serves a purpose and it wants to just do what it does. And, 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 And I feel like it kind of polices itself. It's got a little I mean, bit of a policing of itself. There's, yeah, like there's enough on both sides that like if you're talking sideways, we're going to know about it. Yeah. If if required. Yeah, like know? someone's going to screenshot it. We'll throw it and then like yeah, everyone. Share that immediately. It'll be everyone everywhere knows, and everyone okay, sees you're it. racist now. All right, we, we got it. You're, yeah, like it's, it's, it's like a little bit of a, there's a little bit of a self-policing in there. Yeah. Let that shit ride. It was going good. That's, if you need to make a little bit more money, like figure other ways about it. I'm just highly discouraged now. I didn't want to admit it at first. Damn. I think we're getting, it hasn't like changed drastically yet, but I see it coming and I'm just like, this sucks. I'm probably going to get off of it. Not, not use it as much. Or like at all. Okay. Yeah. I heard that there's the, uh, I was listening to what Lebertard show today and Amin was telling, was saying how they have like a double sign in thing on Twitter. Like a verification thing mm-hmm. where if you like double sign in, like it keeps you like, I don't know, like maybe in there for longer. I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. But he was saying today that uh, since they, you know, Twitter fucking got rid of all of these people that one of the people, one of the people like departments was like security and shit. Yeah. And apparently the double authentic authentication sign in is a, this other partner program that Twitter uses to like that. They, they do that. And that place has been like either like hacked or like it's been compromised and it's been down all day. And like, because Twitter just doesn't have like the, the people to like the infrastructure, they yeah. were saying like, I guess Twitter was saying like, yo, don't log out of your Twitter accounts right now, or you may not be able to be able to get back in. Yeah. There's <laughs> just, just like been a bunch of other stuff too. Like uh, if you saw when they, when they started the verification thing that they were doing on there, yeah, those other fucking people hilarious. were ver- getting verified under cert- like pe- famous people's names. Like, Dude, a guy signed in, I believe, for like a, a pharmacy company mm-hmm. and said they were going to like stop selling the insulin and their stock dove. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, but it was also just like, you see, know what Elon's see what you've done? <laughs> you know what Elon's doing? It's like you have the runoff pond and then he's he walked over to it and like 2 a.m. at night and then just like dumped like 
something that makes like fucking super like villains or superheroes just like some type of toxic well, no, waste radioactive sludge yeah it's yeah. radio he died yeah radioactive sludge yeah he poured that in there and was just like he, 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 he. Let's see what happens. He's doing the Mr. Burns. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. That's, so yeah, I'm. That I'm sucks. I, that sucks to hear. That sucks to hear. I. It's just I'm. I'm not happy with the direction that we're going right Let now. Let that sink in. I remember that. I was like, this guy think. I was like, first of all, Elon, do you think you're funny with the let that sink in? Because if there's one thing that like all 38 billion of us in this world come to you for, and it's not comedy. No. Not comedy. You like, stick to make the some fuck. More electric cars. Yeah, do get that over there shit. Yeah, and just, you know, but, dig some big tunnels. If but you trying want. to be funny with the sink walking in and uh, not—that's not funny. That's no, not funny it's at all. Dumb, it's childish. really There's yeah. I'm just like, dude, I kind of need you just to play your part right now. I need you to be serious and like make sure like we can all do still do what we want on here. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. fix the world also. Yeah, and like. Get Shatner back up in space. So that's that's what I learned this week. And um, Alex, what did you learn? This week? I also have a bit of a, a simple one as well. I learned this week uh, my sister and uh, my brother-in-law went on a boat to the lighthouse. And um, it's like, well, I guess one of those boats, boats, like a big ass like pontoon boat, I guess that you can like kind of rent with like 60 other people and then it takes you yeah, like, like the big ass from. catamaran or something. Yeah. Yeah. And they takes you to and from like the, uh, the lighthouse and my sister gets on and she starts peeling open a banana. Did you know that bananas are unlucky Absolutely on boats? Absolutely bad luck. Do not bring a banana on a boat. I had no idea. That's more to me. That's, I don't know if that's bad luck, um, for like general boat users, fishing lore. Yeah, states that you we will get skunked if you bring a banana on the boat. Don't bring it on the boat. So what I learned was I I looked it up, and basically it starts out. There's two things. It one is like back in the day, like when Vasco da Gama and like Columbus were coming over on ships. Uh, they learned, I guess, or I guess they said that like yo, when they would bring bananas, bananas have uh, you know releases ethanol. So they would have like all these bananas like down in like the whatever the on un, un, what's under the ship called the um I'm blanking on it whatever and it would and the ethanol being released from the bananas below deck is yeah. that was that work bananas below deck yeah it's the new name of our band um uh it's but like we're an indie band bananas below deck. um so the, the bananas release all the ethanol and it would cause the other foods around it to also go bad quicker. Huh. So that was like the one thing I, I I learned with like you know back in like the pirate days, and then the other thing was the fishing thing, and the fishing lore, no pun intended, is the again the ethanol and, the, and it was something else that it releases within the banana that it causes fish to like they don't like it they don't like the smell and like they can huh. you know they like it like they, it comes off of your it boat it doesn't matter it's unlucky so yeah so then like it turned into so the fishing and then so all of those two things in general have turned into just don't bring a banana on a boat correct even if you're not like if you're doing a little day trip nope don't bring a banana on a boat it's just general bad luck like banana before or after your choice yeah so i that's what i learned this week and i thought it was really cool were people looking at her sideways 
Brandon was, say Brandon something? looked at it like Brandon was Brandon's Brandon's the one that Brandon's the one that told me the story and he's like he's like bro I'd like we're sitting there we just get on the boat he's like I look over because you know you're in the he boat smuggled one on and he and yeah he, he look, he's like you know you're looking at the boat you're like you know they're driving so it's scenic so you're like taking everything he goes in and I'm like oh cool and he goes like yeah I know I go to like you know nudge my wife yo check out blah 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 and she's just like like not full on peel already peeled open and has taken a couple bites and she's like huh what. Hmm? And he's just like, oh, what are you doing? And like, he goes, he goes, not only do I proceed to tell her, like, that's a huge bad luck. He's like, I said, I made to throw it overboard. Did he? Yeah, because he, he was like, you I have goes, to. Because it, it's got to get off the boat. And he goes, and, 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 and uh, he goes, and I go, did she? And he goes, he goes, you know, you know, actually, no way. He goes, not only did she not do it, he goes, the captain ended up saying something over the fucking loudspeaker about it. He's like, he's like, we were shamed. I was like, I was like, and I was like, I go, how does that feel for you as a Navy man? This is on Veterans Day too. He's telling me, I was like, oh as a Navy God. man, how does that feel for you? He, he goes, he goes, it was a, he was like, it was, it was, a, it was the darkest moment of our marriage, you know, for like definitely one of the moments. <sighs> Ash. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good. I was like, on. I was like, this is great. I was like, I don't think I've ever brought a banana on a boat. Like, I, but like now I know and I think, cause like you, that shame would crush me. There is, I've been, um, forget where we were going i think we were going fishing and 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 tio vince was like you can't even wear that shirt that has bananas on it on the boat i believe i'm with i'm with it yeah. nothing like i don't think you can i there was something where like even the word banana like take it off of the uh banana boat like spray like nothing oh yeah yeah you got banana bro like sunscreen like put something yeah. over it yeah banana bread not happening right <laughs> Can, Dad, can we bring the banana boat to pull behind the truck? No. Why? Mm-mm. Ain't happening. <laughs> Why'd we buy it then? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, so that's what I learned. No bananas uh, wow. on the boat, people. Learn Actually, it. Actually, tighten up. Yeah. Um. Uh. Did you hear about this? Uh, the Firefest guys making a comeback? Uh, What's his name? Billy? No, I saw that he got released from prison. He that was like not too long ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago, I want to say. Okay. He got released and he's uh, he came out already and he said that he's already got planned uh, down in the Bahamas uh, a big like a treasure hunt. It's the new that's his next idea, his new thing. So he's doing a treasure hunt. He's like, stay tuned for details. Like we're about to go live on this. And immediately, like when he like tweeted out and like did everything, the like the Bahamian like police and like the magistry like immediately tweeted right back at to him and to everyone was just like you are not allowed back here in the bahamas ever and we and and we and they said and we urge all bahamians or anyone that will be in the bahamas if you see him on site please let us know because he is still a fugitive in our country Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just like my dude's back. Now, do you think he actually never had plans? He's like, I like someone ad campaign was like, hey, post this though. I feel like I feel like because they we know we're gonna, they're gonna say something. I feel like like I don't know. Maybe he sent it out and like they sent that back and he was like, oh shit, that's right. I guess I still am. I think I thought that's, Statue that, of Liberty. I thought like I feel like it slipped his mind. He's like, all right, well maybe we'll have to move this oh, to yeah, like. Oh yeah, I'm wanted in another country. He's probably like, maybe we should just move this to like Bimini or you know somewhere. Poor, you know, like, <laughs> I thought it was so fun that they came right back. They're just like, not only are you not allowed back here, but like, any if anyone sees you, let us know immediately because you are a fugitive. I'm picturing them also posting like an old <laughs> cowboy worn canvas wanted poster, right? With yeah, reward dead or alive, right? Cheese sandwiches, bologna and cheese sandwiches, yeah, like, like $400 though. That's God. It. 
Yeah, so he's uh, the treasure hunt. That's the new idea. And the other other thing, too, I think is funny. You know, people are going to like sign up for it. Thousand percent. You know, it'll solve. You know, it will. Prison and started scheming like with people on the outside for immediately what would happen because they're like, we have to strike while the iron's hot. Right. Yeah. Like when my name is still in the fame, like we got to get, we got to get you out. Like, just say some wild shit right away. I bet you're totally right, like, because there's, like, if we don't do it immediately, like, I'm going to fade in the darkness and, like, I won't be able to, like, make any money. Yeah, they're like, you're going away for, you know, taking a little vacay for, like, Mm -hmm. two and a half years. Yeah. And when you get out, we're going to, you know, you'll be out in two on good behavior. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, let's just, let's just figure it out now. Yeah. What are we going to do? Treasure hunt. Yeah. In the Bahamas. It's going to sell out of that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, if he was if he was a real baller, he would still go. Oh, and he would host the show and then like fly out immediately after and then just post. Where's it. Epstein's island? Is that in the Bahamas? Uh, That's where he needs to go and do it. Yeah. If you really want to like just like really compound, whoever wins gets the house. Yeah, gets like gets stuff. But like he never actually owned the house. <laughs> yeah. So look out for the treasure hunt. It's oh, gonna shit. be. Okay. It's, it's. I'm gonna, never gonna watch that, but I want you to tell me all about it. I was about to say I'll, I'm gonna keep. I'm keeping up on. It. I can't wait to see like the promo videos and shit. It'll be fucking hilarious. Okay. Um. Also, to the Grammys, uh, the nominations are have come out today. I think tonight they are they're playing them like on like you know one oh, of the yeah? channels. Uh. But we don't give a shit. Mm-mm. Because the Grammys are a farce, and they have been for a long time, so we're gonna just keep moving. Yeah, and that's how that's the first time in show history we just did a little fucking don't give a shit segment. No, you know what I mean. Grammys, welcome. See you later, alligator. See you later. Uh, but the uh, one thing I did want to like talk to you about was have you? Because last time you came, you came in hot with the Nas album. I did. Which like, which by the way. I called you like later that night when I was listening to the album, uh-huh. and there's a song on there that is an absolute yo. Really? Like it's yeah, it's 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 got like a little bit of a uh, dancey like funk beat to it. Like it's upbeat. Like it's more of like a dance song, not a <clears throat> not an electronica song, but yeah. like a dancey song. Okay. Fire, dog. Yeah. It's so good. It's crazy to see. I mean, it's not unexpected, but Nas right. is still. He's he's kind of like the LeBron in the sense that like he's just always been that dude, and he's always put out good stuff. Rarely is it bad and like still is putting out fire stuff like 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. But Which did you crazy. see the 21 Savage? Uh, what he's like? I, I was sniffing around this, but what, what happened? First of all, have you listened to that to Drake since 21? I have not. I li- I've listened. I listened to about half of it. Okay. And was like. Just whatever. I There's nothing really here for me. Okay. I probably won't like, listen to it. I mean, give it a listen, but I don't think it's like there wasn't anything that was like this is a classic album. But but then you saw, I guess, Twenty One Savage said he's like he's not relevant. Uh, Nas isn't relevant. I, I guess they were talking about it on uh, Clubhouse, like the podcast thing, and like they were talking about like the new Nas album. Yeah, and then and like he just like offhand was like, "Yo, Nas isn't even like relevant, yo. Like, who gives a fuck?" Like offhand, they just said it like that. I mean. That and everyone was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So they seized on it? Well, there was one guy. I remember there was, because I only saw the clip, uh, but there was one guy, because I don't know if you know, like, do you know, do you know the app Clubhouse? 
Do you know what it is? Uh, no, not at all. It's basically an app of like communities that talk about things, and it's and it's kind of like kind of like a kind of like a podcast setup where like all of these users can come into like a clubhouse and there'll be like a certain number of hosts and people and they can all talk and then we just kind of listen. Mm. Sometimes they'll, they'll unmute us and let us like say stuff, but but it was like, you know, a bunch of like hip hop heads and like Travis uh, 21 Savage was in there kind of like promoting his album, but like whatever. Yeah. And they were just talking and and, and so he said in, in one of the, in, in the clip, like, Cause they're they're talking about like how good the album is, and then there was like as soon as Twenty One's like, "Yo, fuck no," I was like, "That guy ain't even like relevant." Like you know, blah, blah, who gives a fuck about his shit? Like he like yeah. And like there was one guy was like, "Yo, for real, right?" And I was like, "Bro, you such a dick writer." Oh my! Like God. I was just like I was like you just like jumped on whatever he said so quickly because anybody that's like a hip hop head like would be like, "Whoa!" But that to me though is the disconnect. Break down like- what you said there. That's like the disconnect, though, between like that era of hip hop and this era of hip hop. Like he probably means like he's not relevant out in the streets. He's not like a right. big name anymore. But like, but, but you this know, this was my. You still don't. You never say that. And it, he's definitely still is relevant. Well, and that that was what that and the first thing that you kind of said there was kind of like what I want to touch on is like why do these like hip hop artists and like uh, you know rappers and stuff always are trying to be for like they hate on like older generations and, and i was just like yo the rock guys don't do that it's really i was like people in dance music they, like you don't hear diplo yeah. going like yo that punk they're not even relevant like they would never they would never say that even if they thought that or something no rap's like the only why do they always do that it's always like, been a genre of like conflict and i feel like they need to drop that shit though it's just like Yo, they're just like you don't. You don't need to be like, yo. You guys fucking used to do candy raps. It's like, bro. The if you want to talk about the Beatles, the Beatles were rudimentary as fuck. Yeah. You know, like eight days a week, and like I want to hold your hand. Yeah, bro. Like, like compared to fucking Jack White and the Queens of the Stone Age. Now, like, it's not even close. Yeah, different eras but it's, too, though. But but, but like, you don't hear fucking, you yeah. know, Jack White or like somebody just shitting on fucking... Well, we talked about beefs on this podcast too, like music beefs. Like there are so few outside of rap. And yeah. Hip-hop. Like everything almost exclusively is in that, in that realm. You don't see like musicians getting murdered at the rate that like... Well, that too. You know, like, like especially now. I just wish know, they like would, would just off. quit the like... I just wish they would quit the... Like talking shit about like older things just because like you, you you old heads you guys listen it's like why does it gotta be like that like you it's just like bro like everyone like why is it like it's it's all good like that should start like is the reason why you have your shit like you don't yeah. have to be, it doesn't need to be shitted on I agree you know um, to, to me it's just he should know better and he yeah. knows it's also not true. So, well, he walked it back already. Oh, he did? Yeah, he tweeted out today like, yo, y'all are taking my shit out of context. Like, of course, I don't fucking think that way about Nas. That's and like Nas, Nas played it cool already. Like Nas, I think he like commented was like, all love, bro. Like, you know, he already played. Of course he, he did. He just played King status. He's just like, I'm up here, bro. King's Disease 3. Go yeah. Get it. You know, just use it. Because it's just yeah. like, bro, I, mix, he make, I mean, he makes way more money than fucking 21 Savage, I bet. Like with all the shit that I, he's in. Does he like I own some of Hennessy it. and shit? Probably, but I would bet you twenty one makes more than him right now from anything. I in the bet rap not. Game. I bet not. Look at the net worth of both of us two. I bet it's not even close. Look at hey, net worth, me son. Net worth, oh. me. I know you like a good net worth. Hear that, Chris? 
He is his son's father. Yo, hit me with that net worth. All right, so which one do you want first? Uh, I want 21 first. Give me 21 first. And then we're going to play under over here? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go over whatever it is. Unless it's something like 600 mil or some crazy shit. <laughs> do you want to take a guess at, uh, uh, at yeah, what I'm seeing 21, here? I bet net worth is 90 mil. All right. Uh, he is maybe not worth the cake I thought he was worth. Oh, no. 12, uh, 12 million. Okay, yeah. Hey, not only do I think Nas is over, Nas is in, is in definitely the threes. He's definitely like over 100 mil. Nas is over so? 100 mil. I've, Nas is in, he's got a lot of businesses and shit, bro. Like, that boy's been around. He's relevant. All right, I'm seeing the number here. Um... He's in businesses, right? He's in is he in businesses? He's in, biz he's in businesses. Your face is saying he's in business. But he's not. Look, he's not a. He's not like a Jerry Seinfeld. Okay? Is he over hundred? No. Look, 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 like look, look close though. Look close. Uh, Seventy million. Okay, okay, okay. I thought he'd be over, but but that's still, I mean, a massive fortune. Definitely. But I definitely thought twenty-one. Twelve to seventy. I think you need to quiet it down, bubs. Yeah. You know, like that's a big gap. Also, I thought twenty one would be worth more. I I thought so too, but see, like if 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 twenty one was twelve and like Nas was twenty four, I'd be like, ooh, you know, twenty one's gonna get there. Yeah. Okay. Right now, like twenty one, you got some work. You to gotta do. diversify that portfolio. You, thank you, thank you. Yes, that's what you need yes, to be doing. Good, well put. Yeah, and I don't think you're there yet. I it's, it's gonna Damn. take. Like, is it? He's in. I feel like he, he's. I always see him like either bought in or he started like like big company. Like he's like an investor in big companies. What Nas? Yeah, I know yeah, he's got yeah, like yeah. Hennessy. I think he's in like some Amazon shit too. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Like he's, he's, he's got smart. like he's a businessman. Yeah, he's got like fucking, OG. Yeah, he's relevant. He's relevant. That you know what he's gonna do now. Now his like next like album or like next bar or whatever he opens up. It's gonna be called. It's gonna be called relevance. Irrelevant. Oh, Why not? Just like, like double cologne. down on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a cologne. Irrelevant. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a cologne called Irrelevance. Nas, if you want a partner on this, I'm gonna give you the majority here. It's all your stuff, but we want a piece of that. Yeah. So let us in. Are you ready to get into this though? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All let's right, do let's it. go. This week's Peacock in Music uh, just had a birthday, and that's why we're, I'm doing. Happy that's, birthday! Yeah, he just had a birthday um, on Sunday, and I was and I saw I was you know scrolling through my things, and I was like, ooh, happy birthday, Booker T. Booker T. <laughs> He's 78 years old. Okay. Yeah. So I so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do Booker T this week. Memphis Soul, baby. Booker. Talia Farrow Jones Jr. What? Booker, Booker Talia Farrow Jones Jr. Born in Memphis, Tennessee, November 12th, 1944 to present. Ooh, didn't know. Yes. No, he's still here. Um, uh, Childhood prodigy, bro. Childhood yeah. prodigy from the get-go. Just like 
that six years old played oboe, sax, trombone, bass, piano, organ. Ugh. Just like I don't like those people, even everything. though like everything. That's just that when you when you see people go like multi instrumental. They that means they're just picking up things like so easily. Yes. And that's the that's always something that like the way an artist would paint like a beautiful painting, like even at like an early age that you're just like, it's so crazy that they can just they have that talent and yeah. skill. And like it's almost annoying. No, it's very annoying. You wish you had that with anything. Yeah. They have it with a bunch of things. Yes. Yeah. Um at the age of sixteen. He uh, played saxophone on the track Cause I Love You by Carla and Rufus Thomas, uh, who were signed to Stax Records at the time. And Willie Mitchell really liked uh, what he heard uh, on, of his sax playing uh, on that record. And Willie Mitchell hired him full-time to be in his band. And Willie Mitchell, he was on Stax Records as well. And at this point... The you know the buzz was going around stacks about like this sixteen year old kid fucking is a, is a badass yeah so uh, Maurice uh, Maurice White before the you know the lead singer of the eventual Earth Wind and Fire mm -hmm. but they weren't Earth Wind and Fire yet uh, Maurice White uh, said yo that kid's good uh, I'll take him and a few of the guys from the band the Marquis. Who were like another like kind of smallish, uh, a bunch of session musicians around Stax Records, and they became, uh, you know, Booker T and the MGs, and they became the house band for Stax Records. Got it. Um. So, um, after a couple line changes, they became Booker T and the, and, and the MGs officially in 1962. And while still in high school, he wrote Green Onions, which is their biggest hit of all time. You know, really? The Sandlot song. Yeah. Like all of that. He was uh, still in high school and he wrote that song. Wow. Yeah. Guys are just a beast. Uh, he was uh, largely a session player over at Stax, though. Um, a couple ones that I wrote down that were pretty fucking mind-blowing that he wrote these songs. These are songs that he wrote. Uh, he wrote Eddie Floyd's I've Never Found a Girl. He wrote Otis Redding's I Love You More Than Words Can Say. And Jordan, he wrote the original Albert King's Born Under a Bad Sign. That's, he wrote that song. Really? Yes. I've been listening to the Cream version like the, for that, the which last is, two week, that's weeks. That's the like, famous one. But yeah, yeah, Albert yeah. It was first put out by Albert and it was written by First Booker song T. that my dad taught me on the bass so that I could play the bass line and he could just shred over top into into perpetuity. <laughs> like <laughs> in, in perp. Yeah, he's just like, play this bass line over and over again. And he would just... Basically, play over don't, the top don't, don't, one of my don't, don't. one of my favorite uh, blues songs of all time. Booker T wrote it. Wow. Yeah, that one. I didn't know that one either. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Guess what I learned this week? Yeah, that one was cool. I listened to that on the way over here. Booker T. There you go. Booker T wrote it. Um, uh, but he ends up breaking away from Stacks. Uh, in 1970, he breaks away for what you can obviously tell, like they just had disagreements with the guys there. Apparently, the guys over at Stax would like, like when he left there, he was vice president of operations and he, and he was saying, he, like, 
He was like, yo, they would just give you titles over there, but wouldn't let you make like any decisions. And they basically were just like kind of using him as like just this amazing session player. And it was just like, yo, make all of these hits for all of our artists. But like, don't, they wouldn't recognize them. The, the, there was nothing about pay. It was more of just like the recognition. Yeah. And he was like, I kind of just wasn't getting the respect. Yeah. Well, like R-A-S-P-E-C-T me. Yeah. So he dipped, he dipped out of there in 1970 um, and became a solo artist and producer. Um, did a lot of like, you know, uh, solo stuff, nothing like ever like too major, but two albums that I wrote down that he produced the whole album. He did Bill Withers just as I am, okay. which has grandma's hands and yeah. like, you know, all of those fucking hits on there. So he produced that album and he also produced Willie Nelson's Stardust. Huh? Yeah. So like beast. Yeah. 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 Beast. Absolutely. Yeah. Through um, multiple types of music too. Yeah. Like, once again could do it all yeah and like and like i said he basically that memphis soul he's considered him him the booker team the mgs and like the funk brothers over at motown are pretty much considered like they created the sound of the soul music that we all know today Mm -hmm. so he gets a little bit of that sprinkle dust on there too um but uh Hmm. yeah he uh was uh nominated in their uh inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in 1992 and um he's just now just kind of like putzing around not doing anything any crazy he's he's old he's getting old and perfect yeah he's just hanging out yeah you get chubby and move to miami yeah i think like i think i think like every like 10 or 15 years like a stacks like 40th anniversary comes out and he just gets another like bag Oh yeah, like he always think. he'll she shows up to like you know those a couple of those songs like you're paid forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's awesome. So Booker T, good one, good one. Booker good T, one. Booker T. Yeah, and I and I added some really cool, uh, some really cool songs on there. I I, I the playlist is gonna have Booker T and the MGs on there and a few of the other things that he uh, yeah, yeah. produced and wrote. Perfect. So I put that on there too. I'm gonna get the pause on that. Yeah. Uh, before we go though, um, I want to do uh, two two quick things. One is because I, ju- I I just saw right before we went live today, um, Taylor Swift is uh, the tour is is was supposed to all the tickets were supposed to go out this week. They're supposed to go live this week on Ticketmaster and shit. Okay. And there's some there's some there's shit going down. Apparently. What's going down? Apparently. Uh, there were because there's so many, so many people want to see Taylor Swift. The way I guess the the way that she does it when she comes out when she goes on tour, you have to sign up like months or like a year in advance, like on her website, and become a verified fan, and like get on like the newsletter. I'm already out by the way. You have to do like a year in advance before, and then I don't think it costs any money, but I think you just have to like. Be on like you know a month or a year or so out, and then and then they have to verify. You have to like keep sending you like email like or something, and like then you get verified. It's like all right, you're a verified Taylor Swift fan. So when so when uh, tickets go live, you kind of get first dibs. Okay. So apparently, like there's just you know there's there's tons of verified fans and stuff, and they're supposed to go live today, and they give out codes. They basically the way because there's so many people that want it. Uh, they have to give out codes so people go on at certain times and like the place just doesn't take back and doesn't crash. Yeah. yeah. And apparently like they gave out like I think maybe too many codes and one of the codes like I, I apparently if you are if you're a Capital One user 
you get a different code and like they were supposed to start at 2 p.m. today and none of those codes worked mm. like this whole shit and too the, complicated there and and they're and already and I and I was watching too that apparently like um someone went on there with their code and it wasn't fucking working and they were like what the fuck so then like they left Ticketmaster and just like went to like Vivid Seats or like you know yeah. StubHub yeah. to a secondary market market and they said there were already tickets on there and these are also all of these tickets are supposed to be for like just, fans yeah and they were saying she said that there was already tickets on there going for fifteen thousand dollars what in for the New York show fifteen thousand dollars that's crazy bro these Swifties are wild that. <clears throat> and so don't pay that. I mean, but yeah, people, all the Swifties are pissed off. They're like, "What the fuck is going?" Like, uh, Ticketmaster. Right before we went live today, Ticketmaster like just a, what's really, a base model all the way in the back seat going to cost? I mean, depends on obviously the, uh, the venue, yeah, the uh, city and stuff. Where you at, like New York's going to be fucking probably like a couple gram. Uh, but. Yeah, I would say like here, I bet like FTX Arena or I guess the Miami Arena, fuck you want to call it now. Um, I bet the back for a Taylor Swifty there is like, yeah, that's gonna run you at least eight hundred bucks. Woo, seven eight seven hundred bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. Is there anyone that you would pay no seven hundred dollars nope. to nope. see? Nope, nope, nope. N- dead or alive, don't give a fuck. I don't think I could name anyone. No one. If if. Uh, I mean, if yeah, if Bob Marley came back from the dead right now, I would be like, oh, all good. I don't fucking. I mean, come on. If Bob came back, I'm all set. I would not pay that. I'm not paying that much. I'm not paying eight hundred dollars to go see someone. No, Bob and, Marley. And I'm in the back. No way, bro. Three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. I want to know who? who. Yeah. If they came back from for, we'll the say dead, for, we'll, let's, can show. we say for a thousand? We can say for a thousand dollars. Nosebleed. Uh, the you're on the back, like your wall. Your back is on the wall. Your back is to the wall. Right, back is thousand dollar ticket for Who someone it, who's and dead. You, and you're gonna pay for that seriously. You have to pay for it. Yeah. Have, who would what, it be? Who would it be? Three zero five seven four one thirty. So many people are gonna walk like just. They're gonna be like Harry Styles, and it's gonna be like, dude, no, you fucking wouldn't. You probably would though. Harry Styles? I mean, these people love these guys. There's no one. Swifty, 15 grand at StubHub, dog. I believe that number. I believe that number, $15,000. Someone already bought that ticket. All right. You wouldn't pay $1,000 to... No. See Cream. No. No, not if I'm in the, if I'm, I'll pay $1,000 to see Cream if I'm like, no. No, no it's like, not in like, the front. In the 100s. You know, like I'm you close. You want to pay $1,000 to see Bob Marley in a big stadium? Not in the, in my thing, not in the back, dog. I'm not going to sit in the back and, and watch ants. In some Jamaican patties. You have a couple patties. No, dude, I'm not watching ants for $1,000. I At that point, I'll stand outside. If, if it's outside, You're venue, not going to pay $1,000 to put your ass to the concrete wall to for, see Prince? Ooh. <laughs> Uh, You're not going to pay $1,000 ass crack to the wall. Don't say his Your name. Your butt don't, is just don't. pinching. No, I'm not even going to go there yet. Let's just say Rick James. 
And let me just checkmate you one more time. Don't, you're not going to pay. I knew this is where, I knew this, is where pay, this was going to end. You're not going to pay $1,000. Off the wall tour? To put your. No, you're on the wall. It's, it's going to be, gonna called, be the on the wall tour. It's going to be called on the wall because tour. Because your ass, your butt cheeks, your bare butt cheeks, you would go there with no pants on and you'd put those bare butt cheeks against the concrete to go see my boy MJ. Michael Jackson, I would. That's the only one. No. <laughs> I came back. I came back. If it's the on the wall tour, I'll pay $1,000 thousand dollars for the on the wall tour yeah you'll yeah. get up you'll sneak some binoculars in on the you'll wall make tour. it work you'll on have the, one glove on i'll do i'll do a thousand dollars on the wall you would i would there's other names that you're you right you know what when you're right you're right thank you if you guys have a good one though i want to hear from yeah, you. yeah yeah, well, from yeah, you. yeah i want to yeah. hear from you uh and really quick before we go um we're excited about the world cup here we are we're very excited we are now some of you fans out there, of it's the, the show only time that I. Might, it's the only time that like we've pretty much watched soccer. You, you might say that you know we don't turn the TVs on uh, except every four years. I, I will say that I I actually watch some of the games. Wifey can contend. I'm there, hands on my knees. Three I don't get inches down. On, I don't. From, get, no. Oh yeah. I yeah. am. But we have the World Cup coming up. To uh, when's the first game? Uh, it's gonna be first game's Monday. It is Monday the twenty first, two p.m. I and, believe. And that one's against Wales, so we'll you know we'll watch that one. But Friday, Friday we're doing a watch party at the Casita. We're we're doing the watch party at two p.m. We're taking it back. Actually, the time that the uh, that the game will be going on is seventeen seventy six. Yes, because the British are coming. The British are coming. I'm going to be walking through the Casita doors with wooden teeth on. And I'm going to just have red coats just, just yeah. bloodied around the property. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're pretty excited about the World Cup. It's the only time we ever watch soccer. Biggest biggest soccer game for America in the last 10 years. I get, we were supposed to have a pretty good team. Yes. Let's have well, a pretty good team. Young team. We didn't make unproven. it last time, so this is kind of a big deal, right? Like I said, this is the biggest... I can tell you, this is the biggest soccer game in the last eight years. Yeah. For sure. Because we kind of get embarrassed, right, not making it? Uh, Absolutely. And if you remember that game, I remember it very vividly. It was against Panama. I believe it was a, a 2-0 aggregate. We had won, and we were playing there, and I believe uh, they scored three goals by the end of the game, beat us, knocked us out, in maybe the last qualifying game, it was absolutely heart heartbreaking. I was in the back room at the old house, no furniture around, <laughs> yelling while wifey watched TV inside. Yeah, so we're excited around these parts about the World Cup. Um, so if uh, if you guys got nothing to do on a, on a Friday or a Monday, yo, and you're at work, yo, pop that on. Come ch check out the boys a little bit. And know yeah. that know that me and me and Jordan are, are we're, we're we're watching. The Yanks are back in town. Yeah, the Yanks are back. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.